chances coming back Friday into the weekend. Overnight 70s, low 80s, a muggy warm start, a hot afternoon tomorrow of the lower to mid 90s, a feel like temperatures in the lower 100s. The rain chances up a little bit to scattered activity Friday afternoon with the high of lower 90s. And then it's uh, likely we'll have around a two daily thunderstorms coming through Saturday as well as Sunday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Think about everything that you save. You save gas, you save money, you save time. But have you ever thought about saving life? That's right, life. In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. And isn't that the best thing to save? In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. The need for blood is as universal as it is constant. Save life, give blood. It's the Food Show. And we have eased into presence. And the presence, uh, after having given out to everybody else, uh, feels good about all the people who have buried into our little area here. And that's the Food Show and New Orleans Food Get Out. And you like to eat? Do you like to enjoy yourself just being with other people? Uh, you have come to the right place. We uh, give you some ideas, uh, maybe a few new ideas entirely. Hey, Tom, it's I was thinking about. I was thinking about that question you just asked. Do you like to you eat? Are. And my first thought was, well, who doesn't like to eat? But you remember when you first met Carolyn, and she said that she didn't like to eat. Your your good friends Oliver and Carolyn, and oh, she yeah. said that she would just take a pill or something, mm -hmm. and that was absolutely incomprehensible. Boy, did you turn her, didn't you? <laughs> you really turned Carolyn into a diner. Uh, you lost me on that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, she is, uh, and she and her husband are just wonderful people. They are wonderful people. All, yes, always uh -huh. uh, have been so, and uh, Oliver is my. Uh, my he was best, the best man, man at your wedding. Yes. Best my man, and uh, and the, it goes from there. Yes. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. You're listening to the food show with Tom and Marianne Fitzmorris, and we do this every day, Monday through Friday, and uh, we don't really do much of anything but just well, blather about food. And then when you call, we like to talk to you. So give us a call, please. Uh, uh, start up any uh, point that you want to. Uh, we sort of have to do things like that. Oh, we have to do it, but we don't really. Well, you know what I mean. Tom, anyway, actually, yeah. no. But anyway, no. Um, today is Barbecue Shrimp Day. Barbecue Shrimp Love Day. Love barbecue shrimp. Who is fiffering uh, us on that? Now, I would say who doesn't love barbecue shrimp, but there are probably people who don't love barbecue shrimp. Oh, that's shrimp. one approach to it. I okay, love, fine. you know what I love? When I go someplace out of town and I see barbecue shrimp on a menu oh no kidding. and you, you get into shrimp that that's actually barbecued with barbecue sauce that explains it and and i just i always laugh at that it's like you know when you go someplace and they're serving new orleans food but it has no resemblance to the new orleans food that you know that's always fun yeah it, it always seems to come in where uh, two people uh well, one really is making a statement about barbecue shrimp, and it was pointed out that this is one of the most popular dishes in all of New Orleans in the area, and so you will uh, try it. It's no avoiding it, 
but uh, how about this? And then the emotion was to a way of put that collection of edibles over on one side. Uh, you could turn into uh, the kind of operation that would step up to you and uh, give you barbecue shrimp. And the barbecue yeah. shrimp. And uh, just one little touch to this. Uh, how would you like would to? Would you like to hear what you wrote about barbecue shrimp, Tom? Oh, uh, sure. Go right ahead. It won't be a national celebration because no other part of the country has shrimp as fine as the white shrimp we have right now. Yeah. And no other place understands that barbecue shrimp is not grilled shrimp slathered with barbecue no. sauce. That's what I just said. Yeah. New Orleans yeah. barbecue shrimp are really a misnomer. There's no smoke, grill, or thick sauce. Instead, they're cooked with a sauce Richard Collin once described as all the butter in the world and half the pepper. I like that. <laughs> that pretty well sums it, it up. It's a, it's a devil. It's a possible. Yeah. That I mean, does. This guy's yeah. Uh, and they, uh, the, you said the it does about capture have. it. There's a little garlic, Worcestershire, and paprika in there, but shrimp, butter, and pepper make up 99% of it. The dish was invented at Pascal's Manali in 1954 when a customer who'd had something like it in Chicago asked Pascal Radasta to make it for him. The resulting dish wasn't like the one the guy had found, but he liked it even better. And it quickly became the dominant dish at Manali's, where most tables have at least one order of them on People the table. People would wait for a table, or a line even, to uh, get in there for a long, long time. And uh, that should tell you something about the excellence of that dish. It's it just a, one dish, although they have quite a few others that are good, too. Um, it is, it's essential for barbecue shrimp to be made with large, intact, unpeeled shrimp, about 10 to 20, 10 to 20 count, with heads, shells, tails, and everything else still there. Mm -hmm. A tremendous amount of the flavor comes from the juices and fats in the head. Whole shrimp this size, drenched in that sauce, are something of a mess to eat, especially if you insist on peeling the shrimp. You just pull off the heads and eat the rest, shells and all although you do not recommend this, which is good because nobody else should do that. Two chefs have made significant improvements on Manali's original. Emeril Lagasse developed the only good peeled version of barbecued shrimp made by making a very intense stock out of the heads and shells and incorporating it back into the butter sauce. It's a great idea, but a lot of work. Gerard Maris, while at Mr. B's, made the sauce more elegant and flavorful by whisking in most of the butter at the end of the cooking process. Well, second, here we are, uh, getting ready to do it all over again. And this uh, time, uh, it's uh, a, a funny take because uh, it usually just be guys. What is your recipe, station. Tom, for huh? barbecue shrimp? What's your recipe for barbecue shrimp? Uh, well, let's see. I I like a Bosco's. No, I I have another one that well, I was kidding around. You know, Do you uh, have it in your I, cookbook? I, I, is it, your recipe for barbecue shrimp in your cookbook? It's in my Probably. cookbook. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might have to do that to remember exactly what it is. I remember that um, I first ran into barbecue shrimp, and I've told this story before, so I apologize if you've heard it. Excuse me. Um, the, uh, the An old boyfriend was an really boyfriend? enamored of the dish. He was really enamored of the dish. And he, at my family of origin, uh, did this dish for everyone. And we had no idea 
how exotic, I mean, this was just so exotic for us. And so nobody really understood it. And I find that that's true of a lot of people who just have no reference at all. Now, we had no excuse because we were from New Orleans. But I know that I brought a bunch of shrimp out to Jude in California uh, for a party. And luckily... <laughs> Luckily, there was a guy that his wife had met walking the dogs um, who was from Abita Springs. So he was at the party because they had kids the same age. And he was at the party and he ate the barbecue shrimp. But all of the people from California looked at it like it was some freakishly scary thing. And mm -hmm. no one touched it because they didn't want to get their hands dirty. But we ate a lot of the barbecue shrimp. Jude was delighted because, of course, he had all the barbecue shrimp to yeah. himself. But um, there was just the one other guy from New Orleans who understood the dish and enjoyed it, and he went home with a whole bunch of it. Now, you know, I, it's been so long a time that I've done a batch of barbecue shrimp. Uh, but uh, looking at it again, I remember that the, uh, the, one of the most uh, important part of it is that it's not the one that I made or my friends or in our restaurant or any of that stuff. It is a spinoff <clears throat> uh, with a guy who used to uh, do it for Mr. B's. Gerard Maris. Exactly right. And uh, I was there the two days before they opened. <laughs> so I was... You All right, so I'm looking up your barbecue shrimp recipe in your cookbook, Tom Fitzmaurice's New Orleans food. Oh, thank and, you. Um, I don't have it in the pack on my back, so that helps. Yeah. Well, anyway, I have to I have to still fumble through the pages. If you'd like to talk to us about barbecue shrimp or anything else, the number is 556-9696. Let's go ahead and take a break. It's, an, it's a natural break, a break. time. I'll, we'll I'll find the recipe while, we're, while I'm doing that. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Parish Coffee is a small-batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to ParishCoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to Parish. The New Orleans Ice Cream Company offers a true taste of New Orleans in every bite. This is ultra-premium ice cream whose flavors are inspired by everything we love to eat in New Orleans. Twelve specialty flavors like Café au lait and beignets, Bananas Foster, Creole Cream Cheese, Punchatula Strawberry, Coffee and Chicory, and Chocolate City. Remember that? Don't miss the Po' Boy Ice Cream Sandwich, New Orleans Ice Cream, at stores all around town. See all our products at NewOrleansIceCream.com. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Night and day, 
are the one. Yes, indeed. In your in your uh, cookbook, Tom Fitzmaurice's New Orleans Food, barbecue shrimp, you have a little bit about it before you give the actual recipe. Barbecue shrimp, one of the four or five best dishes in all of New Orleans cooking, is completely misnamed. They're neither grilled nor smoked. Actually, it's the same thing that I just read, so never mind. Mm. That was in your almanac, exactly as, as written here. Yeah. So your recipe calls for three pounds of, of shrimp, 16 to 20 count, white wine, lemon juice, Worcestershire, garlic, black pepper, <laughs> paprika, salt, butter, and French bread. Uh, that's pretty simple. It's pretty uh, pretty uh, loaded with other things. That's too. pretty simple. Em Emerald seems like... He made it much more complicated than it needs to be. I mean, the truth of the matter is that if you put the shrimp into butter and cook it and the fat releases into the liquid, how much richer do you need to get the dish than that? Is there really a need to boil shells and then you know, put them back into the mixture. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I liked Emerald's barbecue shrimp, but I don't know that I, you know, thought it so outstanding that nothing else would compare. We have a lot I'm of sure, I'm sure Pascal's Manali does not do it that way. What? You have a lot of elements in the, uh, in the barbecue for the barbecue shrimp. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know why you even need all that other stuff. Like I... Like oh, I, I said, did. I remember I remember in the days when barbecue shrimp had just gotten I mean, if if they've if it's been around since nineteen fifty-four, I don't think it gained any great notoriety as a super cool thing until the eighties, unless I'm mistaken. Now, that's when I arrived on the scene in your life, but I don't know, Tom, was barbecue shrimp something that back in the seventies you had heard of? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I I never heard of it, and I'm sure that Pascal's Manali had it on their menu, and it had renown as a dish at Pascal's mm -hmm. Manali. But for it to, you know, jump into the lexicon and and the repertoire of New Orleans classics, I don't think that really happened so much until maybe the '80s. I I want to say I could be wrong though. Who are we have on the line, Ron? Oh, uh, we'll find out in a second. Don, Don the gourmet, gourmet neighbor, the ruiner of rotisserie chicken for me. Well, I would well, rather say are. just a... Hello. <laughs> Sorry. Well, how are you? No, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And there are thousands and thousands of other articles just like that. Okay. And Costco, Costco's is really the worst, too. It, they're I can believe injected. That. Yeah, and that's why they're... Yeah. So, you know, just stay away from that stuff. It's, it's too yeah. easy to roast a chicken. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Too easy. Well, I, I, I wouldn't need I, to do any of this stuff if you were my neighbor. Because then you would just right. be bringing food over to I me. Would, I know you, you live on the wrong shore. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. That could you know, be a problem. So a couple of things. First thing, I agree with Marianne. I, I do not think that barbecue shrimp was ever a thing until, until the 80s. I, I don't yeah. even... Yeah. I don't even vaguely remember that as a child yeah. or anywhere seeing right. barbecue trip. Yeah. So well, it was. Well, did your family go out to eat? Because my family never yeah. went out to eat. Okay, and yeah. so you would have yeah. actually yeah. seen it then. 
Right, I would have seen okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I don't think that was a thing. So my wife digs up this restaurant. You know, I, I get these little open table things, and it says you're invited. It's like, well, that's nice. She's using my open table, and she's inviting me. That's nice. Uh, a place called The Bower on Magazine. Have you seen that? The I haven't Bauer? seen it, but I've heard of it. No, I haven't. Well, the Bower is part of the Two Jacks group. Oh, okay. Okay. And it, it is, it, is it in that new section of buildings? They have like a t-shirt, you know, like. Oh, you mean the LGD section where uh, the, the, the Chinese yeah. restaurant, what's the name of that place? Blue Giant. Where uh, Blue Giant, Blue Giant. Is. Yeah. 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 Is it in that group? I, I don't know, but I know that the other, uh, one of the other places that they had, which was um, Claret. Uh, yeah. That was right around the corner in the same complex as Blue Giant. So I'm guessing yes is the answer to that. As a matter of fact, I think, you know what I think it is? I think it, and I could be wrong about this, so maybe I shouldn't mm -hmm. say it, but I think mm -hmm. it took over Satsuma. I, I, I think so. I'm not sure. I'll have to okay. ask my, Ron, my Instagram us, expert. Uh, more than our share of what uh, we get from you. Uh, yes. Thanks. Uh, Wait, I mean, no, no, don't, oh, no. He's not oh, going no, in. Is that something to tell now. him? I have some I, news I, for him. Go ahead. Go. Oh, uh, looking at this place, it looks like I may have to be in a club to go here. You may have so to what? You? I may Wait. have to be a member of a club. You may have to, to what? Here. I may be. It, it, oh, it I may might have had something for a second or two. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of. Uh, you know what's kind of interesting about that? I don't know how old Mark ladder is um i mean he looks like maybe 30s but um but two jacks i mean that's the second oldest grand dame tom is it the yeah. second oldest grand dame? Mm -hmm. okay so it's really kind of interesting to see how <laughs> hip they are i mean everything else that they meaning he and his wife have done is you know just Mm -hmm. Ultra hip. I mean, they're definitely members of the club for sure. So they've got two jacks out there that they're redoing. And it'll be interesting to see what changes come to two jacks. I wonder if they're going to, you know, put it in that same vein as all the other places. They, they have Bar well, Francis, Claret, and Bauer. Well, I hope they don't do too much to two jacks. Moving it alone is, is enough. Yeah. Has uh, and anyone uh, listening to us uh, seen so. that? Because I I haven't seen it except for one. Do you think one... anyone is listening to us, Don? <laughs> Just the three of us. <laughs> Maybe Henry. No, I, what did you I, have, what, I'm shakes. not even sure Henry is. How are you listening I don't to have us? A firm, I don't have a firm uh, grip on uh, two jacks. And I uh, was. Two Jacks moved to the place that you were saying for so many years was going to be going out of business, and then 20 years later, they actually did go out of business. Huh? These are all my termite people. I've. I, I don't know what that means. There's so the, many uh, problems on my house right now. I feel sorry for people. Show. What, did you, what did you have to tell? What did what? Tell me. You said you had something yes, to tell me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, if you have, I, I wonder if you uh, have gone to Two Jacks at any other time and to see if we can get any marshing there. They're because not they're open. Kind they're of, not open right now, Tom. They're moving. They're in the process of moving yeah, I, into I, I the... Yeah, I knew that. I knew what that. What was that place? But, Bubba Gump. Yeah. Oh, well, that's gone now. 
I know. Well, thank, thank God, God it's because going they're here. moving I think into they their may space. They reopened somewhere else. <laughs> they're oh, moving. In. No, 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 no. Uh, no, Tom, your wish for Bubba Gump has finally come true, and it's gone. Um, Marcello is moving over here, and I'm oh, super really? excited. Yes, they're going to oh, be well, like never five minutes from our house. So, Now, wait, do you like yeah. it or you don't like it? You didn't like it, right? Oh, I do like it. No, no, I like it. I did. Okay. I like it. Okay, somebody else somebody like really it. didn't like it. I'm thinking, what? But anyway, they're moving over here, okay. and it's not completely... Let's just say that there's a door open for them to return on, on the uh, St. Charles on the, on the avenue. On the avenue, yeah. 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 It, it, it will de it will definitely be missed. They had a nice little uh, happy yeah. hour, and it was you know. Yeah. Well, right don't don't year. write them off yet because um, my source, and it's a good one. Okay. Said good. that um, she, the, the new owner who bought it from Jean Tadaro. Uh, is actually from here, which I didn't know, and is living here, and that's why it's moving to Boston and Covington. North. And gotcha. um, and that that one closed because of a lack of tourist business, and it will be revisited sure. when uh, that returns. Hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to that because uh, well, uh, I only care about the damn mask mandate. Go ahead, what? It only you know it came up and it did a job of. Uh, serving in the dining room, and, and then uh, they would disappear, and then you would go a long way without seeing them, and I kept wondering about whether they have managed to stay in uh, in the beam, So, uh, but they apparently have done so. So, yes. uh, uh, just looking to see who might be out there. Well, we'll somebody's out there uh, waiting to talk, so are yeah. we done, Don? He yes, we're done. Have a good one. And just <laughs> Roast your own chickens, okay? All right, all right. Thank Perfect. you. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. All right, who do we have next? There it is. Gregory. Hello, Gregory. Hello, man. Food show. Believe it or not. What's going on? Uh, it is. Who's on, uh, it's a good food show. I, boy, oh, boy, is. this is my favorite time of the day. Um, oh, the, um Y'all were talking about... Uh, the barbecue shrimp, and uh, I always follow uh -huh. Tom's recipe. And then his second edition of uh, New Orleans food is the one when you add more black pepper than you think you need. Believe it or not, you really do need to more do that. Black pepper, okay. No, but, um, I'll note it. I kind of jokes, you know. I kind of um, do my recipe a little different. I I uh, do add a little white wine, but I also add beer. So mm. that happens. Well, yeah, people would make. Yeah, that sounds That's good. True. Yeah. And uh, always keep head on, you know, the whole shrimp, everything, bam, bam, bam. And I just love it that way. I, and I believe it is a unique and a classic dish of New Orleans. Now, why a lot of people didn't see it for so long is because you can only get it at one place at Pascal and Alley's, you know. Right, that's right, yeah. And then yeah. Um, people said, hey, dipping this French bread in the butter sauce is pretty darn good. So other restaurants yeah. started to do it. And I believe that uh, Emerald has a good version of it, but not as good as Mr. B's. I believe that's my favorite. I think Mr. B's does it better than anybody, and a lot of rosemary. Well, theirs oh, yeah, is rosemary. known for being the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah that's good, well, too. I, that's you have to be careful with that, because that can really take over. Yeah. Well, I do like the rosemary. I do. I do. Especially, you know, when you cook it down a little bit. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want that. 
I want the rosemary in the butter sauce before I even add the shrimp, the beer and the butter and the wine. And then that gets, you know, gets diluted a little bit. And then you add your I'm shrimp. I'm wanting some barbecue shrimp now. I'm starting to want barbecue shrimp. It's a great dish. You've come pretty close to the actual hungry. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the crusty French bread though is not what it used to be either. So I don't know. Well, well, Manali's would have little slices and it was slightly toasted and there was butter and there was parsley on it. And then you dip that in. Well, you know, my family knew the Rodasta's forever. I mean, so we, we went there often as a kid and that was a dish I would see my family eating. I, I would, I didn't really care about, I wasn't an exotic eater then. And, uh, and the deep releases were there too. Um, they, 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 um, they used to give me the little pieces of bread that they had dipped in butter. And I thought that was just yummy, you know, cause I always yeah. had like, you know, you know, kitty stuff like that. Adminelli's meatballs and spaghetti. Yeah. There was like a that. lot of kids foods, uh, at two, uh, over there. I don't think of meatballs and spaghetti as kitty food. I know Tom nope. does and you probably do too, but huh. it's delicious. If it's good, it is. Wait, what is the time? used to always say if it tastes good it is good there you go it is good if it tastes I, good it is good you know i mean uh you know it's like uh that 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 guy um that guy zimmern on the bizarre food says if it looks good eat it <laughs> that, yeah I and if it doesn't look do good that. in their case they eat it sometimes too so you know you do anything for tv all right gregory all right. Well, I think it's terrific you brought up the, uh, the subject of barbecue shrimp because it is an iconic New Orleans dish, and nobody else it does is. it better than better it than is. we do, and especially Tom's recipe, which is spectacular. And it's a and it's a grass recipe to begin. All with. right, Tom, you have another winner in your cookbook. All right, yeah. we will be back. Thank you, Gregory. We'll I be back you. after the bottom of the hour. News time five okay. five six nine six nine six. If you would like to talk we, to us, yeah. we're blathering on about food as usual. Nicole Dorignac is up at mm -hmm. three o'clock to give us the Grocery Goddess Report from Dorignac's. We'll be right, right back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorington. Louisiana will move into Phase 3 tomorrow. Matt Doyle has the story. Under Phase 3, there's going to be fewer restrictions on occupancy at restaurants and other businesses, as well as larger group sizes allowed for gatherings. But Governor Edwards warns that doesn't mean the end of mitigation measures like mask wearing and social distancing. Phase 3 is not a lifting of all restrictions. It's not some announcement that COVID is no longer in Louisiana. It is. Edwards says he'll be giving more details about what Phase 3 looks like, such as the fate of bars, tomorrow. I'm Matt Doyle. 60-year-old Louisiana singer Archie Williams is in the finals of America's Got Talent. Judge Heidi Klum said, Archie, you've had most of your life taken away from you, and I'm not going to do it now. Williams was wrongfully convicted on rape and attempted murder charges and was incarcerated at Angola for 37 years. The Innocence Project aided in his exoneration and release in 2019. LRN. Tiger Rag. There's a magic in the air in Tiger Stadium, and that magic is contagious, but not in a negative way. Let me start off by saying... 2019 was an incredible year for the Tigers. 2020, however... This is the crazy part, ladies and gentlemen. Even without sports for the last few months, we here at Tiger Rack Magazine have been telling the stories behind LSU Athletics. And it's been filling our pages with can't-miss content. Now we're looking forward to slightly filling Tiger Stadium. It is a whole lot more magic with 105,000 people but there's going to be magic with 25,000. The sports world is constantly moving and constantly changing, and Tiger Rag keeps you updated at the newsstands and on the web at TigerRag.com. 
on the internet worldwide. When it comes to LSU athletics, Tiger Rack Magazine is the MVP, most valuable publication. I'm standing in a cave with five full-grown tigers in line. Here's the stories you need to know with the real Tiger King. Online at TigerRack.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Yes, indeed, they are not. They are truly not, for sure, for sure. All right, we are talking about barbecue shrimp and whatever else you would like to talk about here on The Food Show, 32 years running. Tom, you've been doing this a long time. Here's a hard one for you. Who, uh, or what is the old barbecue shrimp recipe? Because the old one and the one that is used now are really different in the way that they, uh, the ingredients, the way they. Well, uh, what is, what's the, what's the Pascal's Manali recipe? Well, the way I understand it, and I, it was also a secret recipe too, so you couldn't get it easily. Uh, but I was back there once with some of the guys in the family who I'd become a friend with, friends. And, uh, are you talking they, about the De Valises? Uh, yeah, well, I don't know which one. It's one of those families that has a lot of points that go that way. Are you talking about Pascal's Manali? Pascal, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, went over there, and I was talking to him about whichever one it was. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, sitting there, and, and I was getting a, uh, a sh- uh a countdown of what they had that was in the old pot. And here's what it basically was. A pot of barbecue shrimp, uh, It a lot of the shrimp itself, and then all the uh, other ingredients. You got it all going, and then you threw everything you had into that pot. And then when it got to a point where it seemed like it you could save itself, it did, and there you were. Well, and it was good, too, well, but it was pretty different from what you'd get now. <laughs> okay, we have somebody on the line. Who is it? Oh, hello. Welcome to the food show. Mike. 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 Oh. Hello. It's that Mike. Mike, Mike yes, the fascinating I know. gourmet. <laughs> the fascinating gourmet. There he is. We Mike, I hope him. you're calling about Marcello moving over here. Yeah, I just heard that. Where's it going to be? Yeah. Directly across the street from the other fancy Italian? Not directly, no, directly. Not directly, directly. But uh, it's, it's between Aquistope. You know that place that was Max on Boston, then it was a bunch of Latin American places? Yeah, yeah, that's where they go. patio out there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's going to be convenient. It's going to be very convenient. Where for are you us, going? It's like mind? five minutes away. What? I've never, I've never been in that building. Is that a substantial building? Well, I'll tell you what. The um, they are definitely really, really glamorizing it. Let's put it that way. I wonder if they're going to maintain the uh, the wines the way the they do, where they have them all, all on display. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a very big space. It's definitely, you know, it's it's about the size, the whole restaurant, I would say. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking they're not going to be able to have all those wines yeah. out the way they did on St. Charles. Yeah. So well, you know, but, but, but it's not opening until December. So, uh-huh. um, so maybe they're going to close the patio or something. I don't know. But, um, but that's a good 
I mean, it's, I think it's a good place for them. You know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, the food is food is delicious. You know, it really it is. is. It is delicious. Well, the main reason I called is we made it to Chifonka last night for the first time. Oh, okay. What, what did you say? And it, they went to Chifonka's last oh, night. Oh, Chifonka, yeah. Uh-huh. That is was, an amazing place. Uh, did you sleep in the Alec Yeah, yeah. It's your kind of place. Definitely your kind of place. The place is so beautiful. Whoever, whoever put that together had some very deep pockets. I would say ten million. But I I I would put their their food itself. uh, It's at the high range. It's revolution. I mean, it's it's revolution. I I think that it is. Don't you think, Mike? It's up there. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not a fan of revolution. Okay. Well, but I mean, it's a one of a kind kind of place. Revolution is in a class by itself, and so is this. Stylistically, it definitely is similar, without a doubt. You know. Yeah. Did you sit at the bar? No, no. We had a two-top. My wife and I went together. And uh, actually, when I heard you talking about the place, and you told, you said something to the effect about how far out they were for Saturday night reservations, yeah. we we made a reservation for a four-top in October. And wow. uh, that was the first Saturday night we could get, you know. And my wife had ants in her pants, and she says, I really don't want to wait that long to check it out. Let's, you know, let's see if I can't get a deuce during the week. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did last night. We went on like a reconnaissance mission, just just check yeah. the place out. And, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday point, you can get in. Tuesday and Wednesday you can get in. And it's amazing how many people they had in there for a Wednesday <laughs> night. I mean, if that's representative <laughs> of the business that they're going to be doing, they're going to be doing very, very well. Well, you know what? There's a lot of money going out the door there. So they need yeah. to be doing very, very well. Okay. Now, the only, the only thing that I found funny, and I understand when it comes to wine, I'm a one percenter, okay? I, I get it, that most people don't put the importance on wine that I do. Yeah. But I just thought when you have ambitions that are that high with both the food and the ambiance, mm-hmm. I expected their wine program to be a little more sophisticated than I found it to be. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, as I peruse the wine list, which is on an iPad, it's basically all California wines. Uh-huh. And, you know, and that's, that's fine. I mean, maybe that's what most people want these days. They're, they're more recognizable. They're more accessible. But, I, you know, when Revolution opened, they went really crazy with uh, auction purchases, <laughs> you know, going way back with older Bordeaux and Burgundies uh-huh. and stuff. And I just thought maybe this would be a similar situation where, you know, they would do likewise. But let me get to the food a little bit because, you know, it's obviously – they still have a few flaws to work out, but overall, the meal was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We, my wife decided early on that she wanted to do her own version of a tasting menu. Mm-hmm. And since I often think the appetizers are the best food on a menu, I, I was totally receptive to doing that with her. So we started off with the same course. It was that Asian spice tuna tartare. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that and thing was, with, the, with the egg roll? Yeah, and, and the the tuna itself was absolutely delicious. The the the, the egg roll. What a way to ruin an egg roll is all I can say. Well, egg roll to be good has to be hot and it has to be crisp. Uh-huh. And when when you allow it to cool off and slice it vertically, you get, it winds up being doughy and chewy. You know, uh-huh. so real yeah. no real advantage to using the egg roll. It would have been much better on a crostini or something like uh-huh. that. But the tuna itself was, was, you know, was perfect. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It's gorgeous. 
So that was first course for both of us. The second course, she got the sweet potato ravioli, which she just raved about, said it was so good. And I got the lamb ribs, which I know Tom is a fan of lamb ribs. Yeah, uh-huh. And yeah, they were spectac- spectacularly good. And it was <laughs> such a generous servant. It was like six ribs. I mean, it could have yeah, been an entree. It's, it, you, it's good. You I mean, know, they're, I they're can, good with that. Uh, can I be hurried right now? Or yeah. Okay. Uh, I've uh, picked out a lot of things here and there about this growing. Uh, but there's this restaurant in the middle of, uh, in uh, right on the... Uh, bayou of uh, that's Chifuncta, an out, huh? of the Chifuncta. Chifuncta River. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, that's what he's talking and, about. Uh, what yeah. are you talking about? But I, you know, I, I've been there three times yeah. now. It uh-huh. is really impressive. Yeah. And oh, uh, I would strongly yeah. recommend it to you. But I uh, I haven't heard a name for the place because it Chifunctus. means. Chifuncta's. Chifuncta's. That's what he's talking okay. about. Mike, did you, you sure? see the machete in the wine room? <laughs> No, not you know, for that, that for that party trick where you, you know, whack yeah, the say, yeah. savoring champagne. I'm not the savory. Okay, the savory. That's what it is. That's, yeah. that's a waste of good champagne. You know? I know, but what I'm saying is they yeah. thought of everything in the wine room. There's actually a setup for that. You know, I well, just was me, like, wow. Me, me, <laughs> Go ahead. That's a, that's another thing that was part of my inquiry last night. Okay, because. Uh-huh. I knew about the so-called wine lockers. I've had a wine locker at the rib room for many, many years now. Uh-huh. And I think the rib room really would have liked to got, have gotten rid of the wine lockers a long time ago, but probably half of them, people that had them died off and they don't know how to get rid of the wine that's in them, you know? <laughs> but uh, it was a bunch of old farts that had them, including me. And, you know, nobody, nobody passes them on. So. Okay, so, so go ahead. So anyway, to, to get... A wine locker at Chifuncta, you become what they refer to as a patron. Uh-huh. And you, you have to put up $500 a year to have the wine locker. But again, it's a little counterintuitive because they store all their wine, you know, in a, in a, uh-huh. in a big glass area in the middle yeah. of the restaurant. I mean, it's all refrigerated. The wine's being kept, you know, at optimum temp- temperature. But then the wine lockers are not. So if you buy one and put it in a locker, you're taking it from 55 degrees and put it at room temperature at 70. You bought uh, one I anyway, I know. No, I didn't. I did. <laughs> I did not. I didn't. But, you have um, to. Let me, t- let me tell you about the third course, okay, because that was okay, probably the most inter- interesting course of the night. Okay. They got, they got soft-shell crabs in two locations on the menu. They got one which they refer to table, which I realized was like the appetizer section. And then they also have it in the add-ons. And I wanted to understand what the distinction was. Well, the reason they refer to it as table, apparently, is that even though the, it's, it's uh, presented in a way that it can be shared, the sizes most often are the size of a single appetizer. So you would want to order multiple of them if you were going to, in fact, share them, or if you were going to just get, have it for yourself, one would be sufficient. And the add-on, it's just a regular fried soft-shell crab. It's presented whole and the rest of it. Well, when they, my wife and I decided we would each get one of these in the table section, and that would be our final dish, which would be like our entree for the night. Well, it came to the table in pieces, and it was such an unusual presentation. We were not put off by it at all. We just thought, mm-hmm. this is really strange, you know? Mm-hmm. But they, well, was, they, they opened up the kitchen for you. You would go back and just 
make your way through all the kitchen guys, and they. Uh, Tom, much only you more... can do that. <laughs> uh, it, it actually, Michael, the fascinating gourmet, it, might every, be able to do it if he buys a wine locker. But it, okay. it actually, it actually, it actually looked like it had possibly been taken apart before it was fried. Because the individual pieces were all battered perfectly, and there were no sections that were minus any 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 batter. Uh -huh. But anyway, the long and the short of it was, it was a very unusual presentation. It had like a honey mustard on it, uh -huh. and I, I would have never thought in a million years to put honey mustard. I, I might be wrong. It might not have been a honey. It looked like it had some tarragon in it too. But it, whatever it was, if it was any kind of Bernays, it was on the sweet side. And uh, it was absolutely delicious. We both enjoyed it. I mean, there was no, even though it was so unusual, we, neither one of us had any criticism of it at all. We thought it was really good. Everything then, I like uh, out of an everyday restaurant uh, was in this place. Uh, yeah, it's good. It, and, and he's got a tandoor in there. I mean, it's like, it's like every imaginable chef toy you could have is back in that kitchen. What else did you have? Well, we, my wife was busy talking to the table next to us, and the young woman brought out a dessert menu when we were just about our crabs, and she mentioned uh, strawberry souffle. And my, oh, did you get my wife, I, I told her, I said, just go ahead and order two of them for us, you know. Uh -huh. Okay, and, uh, I almost but, got that, but I didn't. Was it good? Well, unfortunately, they collapsed. They, oh, the guy no. came out to <laughs> I told I told him I said, oh, man, let me let me tell you something. I said it's not not a problem. I'm not you know I'm not really uh, I'm disappointed because I really wanted to try it, but I'm not uh -huh. upset. But uh -huh. I said you really need to get these orders for these souffles in a lot earlier than 20 minutes before you get ready to walk out the door. The last time I had a souffle in a restaurant was with La Ferrée or La Ferrée, La Ferrée uh -huh. in, uh -huh. in town when did Danny Miles. Another stunningly beautiful place. And they, yeah, and they, they asked you at the very beginning of the meal, look, you know, we do souffles right. for dessert, but if you want it, you need to tell us now so we can mm -hmm. time it appropriately. It's a good so idea. We'll, we'll, we'll give it a try on the next go. I'm, I think it's a fascinating idea, strawberry souffle. I'm sure, I mean, the guy's got a baking background, so I'm sure he's yeah. good at doing that sort of thing, you know. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, it's, we expect wonderful things from them. Yeah, we're looking forward to going back in October. We're going to bring another couple with us. And uh, I think I just, I got a really good feeling that it's going to be probably the standard for everything else to be compared to. I mean, that's how, yeah. how I good think it so was. Too. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's yeah. going to be one of those things like Revolution where it sits off by itself. There's all these other great restaurants, but they're not that. And whether you right. like Revolution or not, you got to admit it's in a class by itself. Yeah, it is. We were overdue. We were overdue for a really hot, yes. good restaurant yes. that we can think about and, yes. and talk about. Yeah, I just hope. Agreed. I just and, hope and people don't Revolution think of it shelter. only. I just hope people don't think of it only as a special occasion place that they they frequent yeah. it so that place. The place prospers, you know. Okay, yeah, well, because you know what? Got. It's not it's not even really all that expensive. It's like you don't really expect no, no, you no. expect something that looks like that and is like that to be wow, you know, but it really wasn't. I, I don't think. I, I, I thought the prices were very appropriate for, for yeah. what we yeah. should put on yep. the table. Oh, one final word. I did pick up my 12 jaws of uh, Creole tomato dressing. Oh good. Much, <laughs> much thanks to uh to Allie. That was really nice of her okay. to do that. Okay. Talk to you later. All right, take care. Thanks. Bye. All right, we're going to take a break before we go to the next caller, whoever it is. Please hold on. We'll be right to you after the break.
Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. This is Lenny Minutillo, chef owner of the Happy Italian Pizzeria in Harahan, home of the original meat sauce pizza and sesame crusted muffalata calzone. The Happy Italian is serving our new full menu. Dine-in seating is limited. Takeout and curbside is available. Catering is available any day. The Happy Italian Pizzeria in Harahan, open 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Friday, Saturday, and Monday for lunch and dinner. Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. for lunch. Find us at happyitalian.com for info and online orders. Like us on Facebook and love us on your taste buds. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils, Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. You make me feel so young. We are back. Thank you, everybody. Uh, We are returning another portion of the food show on my show. Same uh, place. And uh, Tom Fitzmaurice, that's me. And then Marianne is here. Hi. Wait a minute. Do we? Uh, I think we might need a little extra push on the. Command. We have a caller. Can we go huh? to the caller? Let's go to Dan, the herb Dan? guy. Dan. Dan is uh, on on the waiting mm-hmm. deck yes. here. Yes. Dan, that you? Yes. Dan. Uh, hello. Yes. Hello there. Come on in. I like to this dance. Is Tom. I like You're to Dan. dance. I like to dance with Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't that's, think uh, you would. I'd probably step on your feet. I don't think you would. <laughs> anyway, does anyone barbecue shrimp? I'm talking about not the one with the sputter and all. Does anyone barbecue shrimp? Yeah, people that don't know what barbecue shrimp are. If you that's go any place else in the country and they barbecue, they that they do in fact barbecue them. Because uh-huh. yeah. I love barbecue shrimp like we make it here in New Orleans, but I've never, I yeah. can't remember having one on a barbecue. Group. Oh, the, you're, you're right and smart uh, noticing that. They actually, in other parts, you, barbecue it if with you're in, sauce, barbecue sauce. If you're in, a, uh, in any part in America and you are looking for barbecue shrimp and it's in a menu on a, run, on a, menu on a restaurant, Take one look at that and say, I'm sure not going to subject myself to that. Because, believe me, barbecue shrimp do not go together in any French or thing uh, along those ways. And you can take that right on down the rest of their menu. Uh, it, they're good places, but the it, it's not the, exactly the, the flavor I think you were looking for. Yeah. Yes. I just came on, you know, because you guys are talking about it so much, and well, the only thing I can think welcome. of is if they put them on a skewer, maybe with some uh, uh, beef or fish. That, that's exactly like that. how they're served in places where they don't know what they're doing. They're okay. on a skewer, just like you would serve shish kebab. 
Yeah, on a exactly. They have barbecue sauce on them, and you go, yeah. "What the fuck is yeah, this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, forget it. <laughs> and for people, and for people who don't know, they're probably thinking, "Wow, that's great." Hmm, yeah. No wonder they love that barbecue shrimp. Well, <laughs> we we uh, another crusade sold here at the food shop. And just think of people and, who come, think of those people who come to this place mm-hmm. and really eat barbecue. I wonder what they think. Yeah. Well, they probably think, wow, that is pretty good stuff, but you know, <laughs> not on my diet for sure. You know? Let's go to, to soft show crabs. Okay. Soft show crabs, okay. We're in the season, I'm pretty sure that we can say that safely. Yeah. That's uh, one they're of my looking favorites. real nice, the ones I've seen. Uh, the one, most recent one I had was about a week ago at the uh, uh, that place in the Oxlot Royal Nine. Hotel. Oxlot 9. Oxlot 9, thank you very much. How would, who are the people who know every little thing I do in great detail? Who remembered that? <laughs> that was someone that was less than the um, person who hangs out with you all the time. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's impressive uh, with, uh, to have that kind of background from some of these folks. It's amazing. That blows my mind. Well, Mr. anyway, Lawrence? hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, you're still here. You're here. Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. I had soft shell crabs uh, a couple yeah. of years ago at the Golden Nugget Casino in, in Biloxi, uh-huh. and they didn't mm-hmm. fry them. And you very seldom get soft shell crabs anyway, but fried. But this, they put mm-hmm. these kind of like in an oven, and it was almost like barbecue shrimp. They it's a change. Uh, yeah, they weren't we have moved at on. All. They were soft, but they yeah. were delicious. One of the best ways I've ever had them. Yeah, we're making some progress with this. Mm-hmm. That's anyway, that's hey, Dan, a, that's a, I have in front of me an envelope wait, with your name on it here. and see. a Vistro Orleans gift card in it. I have okay. I have fallen behind <clears> in my duties, and so uh, everyone is about to get what they have been promised. If you what? have been promised something and do not get it, then send Tom an email, tom at nomenu.com, because organization is not one of my skills. Well, uh, you are <laughs> certainly not alone. Not, it's not one of my skills. Yeah. Anyway. Let's see, where did we leave off here? We, huh? What, who's, somebody just said something to me, and I'm looking for the A caller time. time. Huh? <laughs> Coloring time? All right, Dan, all is, right. That, is that all that's on your mind today yeah. for us anyway? Yeah. All hey, right. By the way, you think I could get that recipe from the Golden Nugget if I wrote him a letter? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. I mean, I don't know. They're very corporate, so maybe not. But you know, I think I think oh, there's I not. Cook. I hate that so much. I know the cook and the little waitresses and all. They might do a little special oh. favor. Well, I mean, if you if you eat there that much, then you can probably figure out what they're doing. Yeah, you know how they treat us high rollers. <laughs> well, I'm glad y'all All right, Dan. That one, that's a good one. <laughs> nice talking with you. Have fun. All right, take care. Bye bye. Five five six nine six nine six is the number we have at three o'clock. The grocery o'clock. goddess calling, and she is going to give us. <clears throat> she is going to give us the report. The reports. The report on what's going on out there. Uh, which one? Well, in the grocery world. Oh, the grocery world. Grocery world is is a much-enhanced world lately. Yeah. Yeah. How come? Because of COVID. Oh, oh, I guess it would be. You know, I haven't thought about that. So people are eating a lot more out of grocery shelves 
and uh, even prepared foods from restaurants that are trying desperately to stay open as they keep restricting and restricting. I hear that New Orleans is not going to phase three, which just blows my mind. Anyway, five five six nine six nine six. Don't want to say anything or I'll get into trouble. I have my daughter regulating me. She keeps me under lock and key. Uh, let's see. What else do we have today in your almanac, Tom? Um, well, the old kitchen sage says, we, if you have even a suspicion that the shrimp are completely cool, cooked, they are. You know what? I have, I have a mental illness regarding barbecued shrimp. It was not, it was not something I was born with. It was something that was foisted upon me, unsuspecting at a restaurant that is no longer with us, but if I named it, would shock you. One day, I ordered, I don't know what kind of shrimp. Maybe it was, maybe it was grilled shrimp or something, but it was a shrimp appetizer, and they had managed to not be cooked like they were gray. And I can't believe that, A, the chef didn't notice, B, the waiter didn't notice. And I looked at it, and I wasn't sure they weren't so gray that they were clearly raw, but when I bit into them, they were absolutely not cooked. And so I called the waiter over, and I said, I said, um, these, are not, these are not cooked. And um, A lot of people have that impression. And, and he said... I'm sorry it was not to your liking. And I said, are raw shrimp to anyone's liking? And uh, I have since, ever since, had a thing now about shrimp of any kind that are cooked. If they're boiled, they seem to always be okay. But if they're grilled or pan sautéed or anything like that, I'm always really really on it to make sure that they're they're cooked really well and that they of course that means that they have to be overcooked but i would rather that that goes back a long way that's like 20 years ago so i don't know that it's ever going to exit my consciousness but it was it was pretty gross the edible dictionary word of the day today tom is prawn prawn p-r-a-w-n prawn yes which prawn? is another word or is it uh, is <laughs> you this... had it right the first time <laughs> either a very large shrimp or a very small shrimp while some restaurants make a distinction between prawns and shrimp that distinction varies greatly from restaurant to restaurant and so it's meaningless biologically prawns are in a different suborder than shrimp but strict biology doesn't appear on menus in any case, both shrimp and prawns are decapods and, and look and taste much There's the a same. variation on that that is in the uh, Mexican restaurants and other uh, uh, places where you can get uh, from that. Uh, prawns, shrimp. Yeah, it's, uh, it's their caramel custard. It's their uh, version of caramel custard. Wait, in Tom, what in the world does prawn have to do with flan? <laughs> Flying, flying, flying. No, I'm, I'm, Someone I'm stuck me. today. <clears throat> five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. Although we don't really have time for a caller. 
We have Ooh. Nicole Dorignac coming up to tell us all of the things she has. She works very hard. She's got, this is almost like a second job for her. She is so into finding out what's going on out there and why it's going on. And she is always talking to her people on the floor. So we're going to start a new thing called From the Floor of the Store. Coming up next with Nicole Dorinak, the grocery goddess, after the news at the top of the hour from the Louisiana Radio Network right now. Hey, Brian Diaz here with the NOLA Drink Show. Check us out every Monday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. Reacting to allegations that President Trump downplayed the coronavirus pandemic, the vice president continues... In that first week of February, we started work on a vaccine. And in six short weeks, we already were in clinical trials for a coronavirus vaccine. Senate Democrats are blocking a Republican stimulus bill. As far as where we go from here, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell from Kentucky tells Fox News. Well, it's a good question to ask the Democrats. What part of this bill are they opposed to? What we tried to do, Dana, was to craft a package that underscored the things that we supposedly agree on. The only Republican to vote against the measure was Kentucky Republican Rand Paul. This is USA Radio News. When you have a pain in the neck, Ugh. a real pain in the neck, back, shoulder, or legs, you now have two convenient choices to get fast relief without taking another pill. Because now, Sunny Bay heating wraps and pillows are available at both Amazon and Walmart. Yes, see Sunny Bay's four and a half to five star customer reviews on Amazon.com or Walmart.com. Our made in the USA microwavable heat wraps, heatable neck pillows, and extra large body wraps are designed designed better for perfect support where and when you need it. Even while driving, Sunny Bay wraps will not burn and stay balanced to provide soothing hot or cold therapy to help treat temporary or chronic pain. And the best part? Sunny Bay quality products started under $20. Join thousands of happy customers and see why Sunny Bay products have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. It's easy. Click Amazon or Walmart and search today for Sunny Bay. Tomorrow is the 19th anniversary of the 9-11 terror attacks. Director of the 9-11 Memorial Museum, Alice Greenwald, says the annual ceremony will still be held, but with some added safety measures. It is a, an unusual year, but what was never in doubt was whether we would commemorate. That was a given. Families of victims will be allowed to visit in the morning with hours for the general public in the afternoon. Greenwald says despite the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, Holding the ceremony is still important. The community coming together and saying, this means something to us so profound, we must have it. The number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment benefits last week stayed unchanged from the week before at just over 880,000, suggesting the labor market recovery has lost some steam. The total number of people filing unemployment claims since March is just under 30 million people. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. The Oregon Department of Forestry Fire Chief says the damage caused by fires is unprecedented. On MSNBC, Doug Graff saying the state has never experienced this amount of loss from wildfires before. This has never happened in Oregon. We have not experienced the tremendous loss and destructive fire nature that we're seeing over the last 72 hours in our history. As far as why the unprecedented fires? A cold front with dramatic and dynamic powerful winds on top of a sustained east. Fear sky tonight, followed by partly cloudy skies tomorrow, mostly dry and hot Thursday. Then the rain chances coming back Friday into the weekend. Overnight 70s, low 80s, a muggy warm start, a hot afternoon tomorrow, the lower to mid 90s, I feel like temperatures in the lower 100s. The rain chances up a little bit to scattered activity Friday afternoon with the high of lower 90s. And then it's uh, likely we'll have around a two daily thunderstorms coming through Saturday as well as Sunday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Think about everything that you save. You save gas, you save money, you save time. But have you ever thought about saving life? That's right, life. In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. And isn't that the best thing to save? In just one hour, you could save up to three lives, giving three people more time with the ones they love. The need for blood is as universal as it is constant. Save life. With the head guy in our uh, really hunger hoarding, your uh, flavors for eating. Uh, you're translating this today. This is Tom Fitzmorris. This is my show. Here we are. At, wait, what did you say? <laughs> the translation of that is, this is Tom Fitzmorris. This is my show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Well, then you should welcome Nicole Dorgnack because she's on the line waiting to talk. What? Hey, how y'all The grocery today? goddess is here. It's Thursday, and that means we're getting a report. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for Hi, that. And, oh, and you're as you were saying it, someone else, like this lady who's uh, talking to me right now, uh, which I'm glad to hear, uh, just stepped in. So It's Nicole, Tom. It's, it's who? It's Nicole. It's Nicole? Nicole Dorgan. Is that true? Yes. Hi, yeah, probably it tripped up because it I didn't hear the trumpets. Boy, I wish I could walk into your place. What? No, I'm walking into yours. How you doing? Uh, I'm very, uh, I'm I'm a lot better from talking to you at this time here in the afternoon. Uh, It's always good to see you. Nicole just sent me a picture of a brisket, which is gorgeous. For a a French brisket? Nicole just sent me a picture of a brisket she's cooked. Is this active in your... uh, Is this from your Braveheart? Yeah, uh, it is. And we're going to be sampling it Friday the butcher, at the store. The butcher shop. Yeah. Ooh. Um, oh, wait. So you're going to have samples of that at, on Friday at the store? Yeah, we're going to do last uh Two weeks ago when we first rolled it out, we did the little uh, sliders, like just for people, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, ground meat, like hamburg- little hamburgers. Uh-huh. But, um, uh-huh. you, know, uh-huh. the br- yeah. you know, brisket is hard for people to cook. So 
we're going to do a sampling of a brisket to show what can be done with it. And then, um, mm-hmm. but, and then people might get brave and ask how to do it and we can teach them. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and, but yeah, so Friday, I, I know it's starting at 11 and it's probably till one. Um, we'll be sent, we're just going to put it on a little bun and wrap it up. So it's still within the parameters of life right now. So there's no crossover <laughs> contact, but and if people want to eat the uh, brisket, throw the bun away, that's fine. You know, not everybody wants the bun, but we're going to at least try to get somebody, you know, people a little, a sample of something good. That's it. All right, I'm well, sorry. Well, it is something good. If the picture is, uh, if, if it's as good as the picture makes it look, get on over there Friday tomorrow, folks, and go uh, sample some of that brisket at Dory Max because it looks really good. It makes me almost want to get in the car and come over. That's, well, that's a long way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's all of a sudden yeah. we just stop in a dead, uh, uh, but uh, that only lasts about tenth of a second. So yeah. we we keep that's on. Right. All right. So I thought of you yesterday. Did you hear the show yesterday, Nicole? I did not. What was going okay. on? Because I was talking about sausages, and they had a special uh, two sections for liver cheese. <laughs> liver cheese, I, uh-huh. I liver cheese, it. and where oh, it's really? from, and all that. With, uh, so, um, oh wait, Tom's back on his hog head cheese. Well, Nicole, you you're going to have to do that so that Tom will stop asking for the hog's head cheese. And what is wait? What is? Sandwich. Oh, he wants the sandwich. All right, actually, I'm gonna write it down right now, and as soon as I get off the phone, I'm gonna text my um manager over there and get. We can't do liver cheese, even though we kind of dropped it for a little while. It's evidently hard to get again. We're having a oh, short. Okay, a short. okay so that the liver cheese is hogs. back on the shortage. Okay. Yeah. So um, that's the brief of liver cheese. It's the same thing, one, you know, back and forth. But okay. well, when it comes on again. Have, we okay. are going to do that, I promise. No, 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 but and it's got to be hogshead cheese and liver cheese. So wait until the liver cheese oh, comes Oh, at back. the same time. Yes, All right. yeah. This is Ooh. something that Tom's got stuck in his brain from back in the Time Saver days when Mrs. Drake's uh, had a liver cheese I, yeah, and I remember a that sandwich. I, all right, I thought he was talking about them separately, yeah. but he means no, together. together. So the, it was yeah. really like that way. Cheese, I know it seems hog- impossible, but that was for real. Yeah. No, I believe. No, I kind of remember them because the little time, the what we called it, the mini, on the corner the of Canal, <laughs> Canal, the Canal and Canal uh-huh. uh, Boulevard and Nolanie. They had that little small, like icy, where you'd get the ices and all, and it was called the mini food store. So we used to call it the mini, and they had those on the counter. That's from my earliest so I, days. Yeah, I absolutely remember them. They were still around in the seventies. <laughs> okay. Hard to believe, but there it was. Well, your sandwiches, your little triangle sandwiches look really yeah. good. Anyway, they, uh, if you're wondering right. what is all of this uh, conversation you're hearing here, uh, I just beg you I'm to s- you sit for a while and uh, hang out with us, and uh, you'll meet some people who really know their stuff about everything from wine to uh, rare beets. Beets. I mean, me. Uh, uh, Nicole is ready to do that for us. Uh, yeah, the, she's uh, ready to give us her Greek, report uh, for the week. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you have uh, all, all the things that research. you want to start right. eating and cooking. That's right, and they want to start eating something different. So we do have a new wine. Uh, we've talked about a couple of weeks. The Braveheart. Um, right now, we have 
ribeyes, uh, fillets, and sirloin, and briskets. Whole briskets, trim briskets, and we can grind the brisket for you because there's like a little fad with the brisket burger. Yeah, right. So, um, so yeah, so we've got that, and we're hoping, we're not sure how long it'll take to add a few more things on the other side where the roasts and, you know, but we have to see exactly what's available. So hope, we're hoping to expand it to make it more than just that one, you know, limited cut because it is a very good product. But we have, I mean, all our products are good, but it's just new and it's, you know, we're it's excited about it. It's exclusive, isn't it? You can't get it. Yes, it is. It is. So, um, that's good. So, yep. We like exclusive. Yep. I mean, not everyone likes exclusive. Even if you're, well, I would say, even if you're the one excluded, I don't know if I like that so well. Right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I so, mean, they have a limited supply. So, being, again, being one store, you know, a lot of stores make it convenient for many, many people. That's why we're so appreciative for the people who drive to us when they pass many stores along the way to get yeah. there. So that's yeah. why we try to, whatever is available to make special for people, we try to do that too. Well, it obviously Perfect. works. I mean, there was Alan's mom driving all the way from Jackson. So Jackson, that's the right. Uh, By the way, did, yep. you send, did you send Alan anything? Did you send him a swag bag? Did Alan ever get no, I need to get his info. And I'll be honest, I have Steve and Susan sitting there half boxed, but someone commandeered one of the items last night uh -oh. in my house. So I had to recoup it. My daughter <laughs> took a box of something. That was tucked away in there because um, uh -huh. she was having a sweet tooth, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Steve's not so. going to get upset. He's not, he's not going to. No. So, but I, it's in the works, and I feel terrible. It takes me so long to uh, get them out, but there's a lot well, to keep up with with this yes, COVID grocery world. But, you do. Okay. So, speaking of the but COVID I am excited world, about them. Tell what's us what's new. Okay, so um, canned tomatoes are looking like they're going to start coming back, right? Well, mid-September, so that's now. So let's always say a week later. Did, um, who just said that? Cam, uh, Tom, is your headset working? Is your headset working? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, right. yeah, maybe. All right. So go ahead, Nicole. So you ready? Okay. Yes. And then, like Tropicana juices. I know a lot of people like the Tropicana juices. Um, those are on allocation right now through the end of the year. So all the mimosas and all the celebrations. Wow. I guess you might have to kind of look for the frozen. The yeah, and that's a big wow. holiday thing. So we got to start huh. thinking about the holidays. Um, good news is, can I give yeah. a good a little good news? It it looks like the holiday cream soup um dishes like the green bean casseroles and the turkey cream dishes that you do with like turkey and toast and bacon and cheese. I don't know. My mom used to always do this turkey poulet with the leftover turkey and cream of mushroom soup. Turkey poulet? Okay. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's really Tom uh, definition. It's what my mom called it. To me, it was just turkey on toast with bacon, cream, whatever, and cheese. And it was in the oven on actually United Italian bread is what she used to put it on. She'd spice it. Don't so, you miss yeah, it was United? Good. Uh, I do. And well, you know where I real. used to get it? Dornax. 
<laughs> Wait, what, Tom? And that's really real. You yeah, know, we're, the having, United... we're having Peter DiMartino on. Next week is the Italian week. And oh. um, Colette, Colette is going to kick it off from Tony Mandina's on Monday. And then Peter DiMartino on Tuesday. And the Bracato, Arthur Bracato, and um, well, there's you on Thursday. And we keep the Wednesday, Thursday thing going. But we're going to talk about Sicilian Italian families in New Orleans. But uh, Peter told me that um, after Katrina, he had the mm -hmm. opportunity to buy United Bakery. But didn't oh, do it. Uh, and I really wish he here? had because somebody. Oh Lord! For sure. I wish I would have known about that. I know. I would have. I would have told somebody to buy it. <laughs> Yeah, you could have bought it that, yourself. I mean, United did it, did was awesome. It was the best. I grew. I mean, I it grew up on that. But we it do have a very good. Twi not. I don't want this to be like a commercial or whatever. But we have a good twist bread, like a twist Italian. It's not quite oh, as do? dense you as do? the United. Yeah, we do. Uh -huh. We really do. The the okay. breads that they make fresh in the bakery are really, really, really good. Really oh, good. Because usually it's I don't like grocery breads, but I'm gonna try it. Right. Okay, get but anyway, on, have a hard break. all right, Wait, all right, right now, hang on, we're going to take a break, we'll be right back with Nicole Dorignac, the grocery goddess, in her weekly report. Bistro Orleans, it's back with its familiar classic New Orleans cuisine in a casual setting, serving only Louisiana oysters and always wild-caught Desalman's catfish. And the seafood boat, Carnival Time Lounge, has happy hour Wednesday through Friday. Bistro Orleans is open daily for lunch at 11, dinner Wednesday through Sunday. Bistro Orleans, 3216 West Esplanade in Metairie, 304-1469. I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's salad dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousin's Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef, combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. I get misty just holding your hand. With you. Yes, indeed. All right. <clears throat> Nicole Dorgnack, the grocery goddess, is here to tell us what's happening on the grocery aisles in this new bizarro world that we live in. All right. So, <clears throat> tomato holiday. You're talking about last thing you're talking about was turkey poulet or whatever, whatever yeah, hot well, turkey yeah. open face so sandwich. Yeah, exactly. But done in the oven, oh. all crispy, like yeah. That's something okay. I. Everybody I, wants it well, once in a while, anyway. Yeah, it's it, it's a good change of pace after you've been doing dressing and all that, you know, whatever. So, and I just mm -hmm. got a text from Scotty, the peach fryer's ice cream we were talking about last week. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. I think we might have located it. 
hopefully we ordered it and it'll be on its way and maybe here by the weekend. We hope. Tell I'm me ice cream is not on allocation, is it? Well, the blue bunny is, but I I found a Briars online, so I sent it to him and asked him to see if he could find out about it and it looks like we might be able to get it by Saturday, so we'll see. Um Okay, so in other words, this blue- is to replace the peach Blue well, we didn't have working. it for a while, and kind of like the the uh, stories from the floor. Um, <laughs> a lady asked me for it, and she said we didn't have it for a while. So, like you know, oh, okay. like a couple uh-huh. weeks ago, which if we can get it, we will try. So, hopefully, okay. we'll get it. Okay, all right. Asking you shall receive. There you go. That's it. only goddesses can really provide for all of your needs. That's right. <laughs> and there it is. And here we go. Okay. Right. So what else do you have? What's that? What else is so on the list? All right. So beef and poultry, everything still seems good with that. But I will say looking at the soup deal, we remember how I talked about a while ago, we had like 88 holes and 40 were missing. Now yeah. there's only about a dozen missing and it's like beef vegetable, beef broth. So it seems like there's a beef theme in the missing ones. So maybe they're getting so caught up in the factories to keep the meat in the cases that the soup lines are still suffering. So it did seem to be a trend of beef items that we didn't get. Now, you told me once a couple of weeks ago that the soups that you thought that you had were actually coming from a stockpile that you had, which I assume you then depleted. So have you been able to get enough stuff to start building up your stockpiles again? Are you a metal on metal? Oh, no. We're good except for, I mean, as long as it keeps coming. But that's what I said. Uh, They sent me a picture because I asked about the suits. And they sent me a picture. And it was most, it was like more covered than not. And I'm like, oh, Lord, we have like 20 more. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's more than that. So then I took the pictures and started zooming up to see what they were. And I, that's when I noticed it was like beef noodles, beef and rice, beef broth, beef vegetable. So it's probably, like I said, I don't want to repeat myself, but the, uh, re, you know, the, the processing plants and all are picking yeah, up, right. you know, catching up. So soup's kind of like last on the list. You got to keep the real meat in the stores to keep people. We well, had two things and, going there. You had the aluminum thing too. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. it looks like at least for soups for the holidays, aluminum's leveled off. And I haven't uh-huh. I haven't heard too many people asking for a bunch of aluminum. Now it seems like it's geared to plastic because that's what McCormick's problem is. Aside uh, from a okay. lot of the social distancing still in the, um, it's the, uh, what you call it, the tops and the caps and the, you know, so there's a plastic uh-huh. thing too. Okay. Wow. And I do have it's to everywhere. Say on the, yeah, it's everywhere. And I do have to say on the cleaning front, gloves are still kind of scarce. The meat trays, like people who used to notice a lot of stores had different color meat trays for everything. They've and like the printed bags, all that still kind of like not even really? there. Hmm. Yeah. And very small, like a case here and a case there of like a Clorox wipe. So some of that is not even trickling, but a drop, you know, like that yeah. slow, slow leak. Uh, 
But I did try the D-Germ. That's a local product that I'm sure not just we have. I'm sure it's available to a lot of people. And it's made out of Louisiana, out of New Orleans. So, or it's like a local company and distributor, and it's called D-Germ. D-Germ. And I used some the other day. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't Each of those, especially. I don't know why, but... When you have two or three of these, they taste better than if you just did one uh, serving. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So, um, well, I'm, I'm hoarding it. I'm hoarding it not when I go into the store and I get, you know, six of them. I'm not hoarding it that way. But when I see no. it, I pick up one and there, and I've got my own little supply chain going on here. So I'm not freaking out about it anymore. I got bigger no, problems anyway right now. <laughs> I really think that we're good. I, I, I want to be positive. I think it's all going to be good. And, you know, we don't have, you know, the focus on this every week can be positive things that are coming back. So people don't. Yeah, have right, right. 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 So, sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. What else you got on your list? Um, oh, 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 oh. Second Harvest. We're doing. Oh, yeah. We're doing a two week campaign for Second Harvest. If like when you, we have a table at each corridor at the door that when you go in, pick up something, drop it in the thing on your way out. I mean, we've tried to make it very easy. You know, it's all non-perishable. So like beans, rice, canned vegetable, canned fruit, you know, whatever. No, no produce, no meat, no dairy, obviously, you know. Yeah, right. And um, I don't, let me see. What else? Oh, that's uh, nice. There's a lot of people yeah. that are really helping Second Harvest, and I think it's, yeah. it's great. It's good. God, I think I got, and, and then just a shout out to everybody that's worked so hard during all this, because our employee staffing, we're still, you know, our people are working very hard. They are. Very, very hard. And we're That's what I find so interesting about this. You know, you start thinking about, we've just taken this for granted. I mean, this is not something that you ever have seen in the United States. You see it other places, but you don't see it in the United States where there are empty spots on shelves. But when you're walking around dealing with the people every day that had to wake up and you know bring their kids to school, to set them up online, whatever, have some of our employees live with their mom that's elderly and sick or that, you know, they really go well, that's above it, and it, on. It, no mom is taken care of. Yes. yes. Not quite. Yeah. Yeah. No. And without um, I think that the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? I said just yeah. without every single one of them, we we and when I say we, I mean the community too. We'd have nothing because Dorn right. wouldn't be there without the employees that we have. Well, I mean, it's like, and then this isn't only Dornax, This is in all stores, you know, oh, where um, right. yeah, where the the like you automatically assume something's going to be on a shelf, but then you have to realize you start thinking, well, you know gosh, it's not here, that means that there's some breakdown somewhere, that means that people are not up, or they are up all night. You start yeah. thinking, well, you know, in order to have this stuff on the shelf, there are people loading this stuff all night, you know? And it's just, I don't yeah. know, just speaking for me, I just think about the grocery experience in a different way than I did six months ago. Yeah. Oh, wait, there is, one more, there is one more food thing that's negative but the all the hurricanes in lake charles and houston and all that that's where our fresh herbs come from so other people's fresh herbs probably come from the same place so that's the breakdown there i'm sorry 
What do you mean <laughs> freshers? Like, you know how they have the little As opposed to drying out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It comes from Lake Charles? No, it comes from Houston, but they have to go through Lake Charles oh. to get here. So, oh. And, and then I don't, yeah, there might have been some re- residual, you know, that feeder band rain uh-huh. that might have drowned some people's crops. I don't know the details. I just uh-huh. know that the stuff that was coming from Houston because of the Laura stuff uh-huh. did affect our the driest, driest north as you go north uh, is right. going to be drier and drier and less and less good on uh, the Correct. the uh, herbs. Hmm. If you want herbs right. that have a real taste for now, you know you, what you want is some uh, things that are still well in the ground, soft. obviously. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, some people have to them. buy from the store. They can't garden, so yeah, <laughs> they're, de- they're dependent on that old produce department to keep it there for them. Yeah, but we for do sure. Have, you know, I mean, in a pinch, like I used to do it. Well, I do a dish with uh, it's like a half chicken with potatoes and carrots, and we'd take the fresh rosemary and the mm. fresh garlic and everything and lay the rosemary underneath the bone side of the chicken mm. and let that permeate into it and it was and then some Rex Italian seasoning because that's my favorite. I don't like all that up. So McCormick Italian Italian seasoning being out is not a problem for me because I use Rex and um what, what and that's that? really cool. Oh honey. Rex, R E X, okay. Oh yeah, okay. Rex. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um and it is so good with the carrots and the potatoes and the garlic and the rosemary. So we used to do that on our little menus, but oh. so the so the fresh herbs hurt somebody like me when I want to cook that chicken. <laughs> yeah, well, get you got enough plate. Get get yourself a rosemary bush. Well, Start I growing your own herbs. I have to be home to water it. <laughs> well, there's we there's enough that, rain to water it for sure. Put right. it outside Maybe where you get a lot of rain. I might make that my daughter's chore: water the garden. There you go. There you go. Put those they kids have to, to work. work for Put those That's kids right. to Put work. Kids there you go. Work. She can work for whatever she took out of that bag. That's Poor Steve. Right. That is right. <laughs> she did. She's like, what are those? Um, I'm gonna leave it blank. R four, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, they're from my swag bag thing. She's like, well, can I have them? How do you tell? A precious face, no. No, of course, yeah. you have to say yes. I'll get Besides, you're at the store every day, so, you know, you'll pick one up tomorrow. All right, we're going to bid you adieu. We have the bottom of the hour news. Are you, that's that's your report, though. You don't have anything else really exciting. Uh, no. Okay. I mean, I hope I had enough exciting good stuff. Yes. And, all right, good. And all right, just want to make sure you're not leaving anything on the table. All right, we got to go. Right. Don't forget right, about your second harvest, though. Two weeks. Yes. All right. Good uh, idea. Very all right, thanks. Out of the hour news time, Louisiana Radio Network right now. Louisiana Radio Network News, I'm Kevin Barnhart. Governor John Bell Edwards says the state is ready to move into the next phase of reopening. Moving from phase two to phase three means there will be fewer restrictions on the number of people that can gather and occupancy on businesses. But Edwards says the mask mandate will stay in effect in phase three. If we want to be successful in increasing occupancy levels at businesses and and, uh, at churches and those sorts of things, we can do that safely. But you still have to wear a mask. Further details about what Phase 3 will look like, such as the status of bars, will be provided during a Friday afternoon news conference. Entergy restarts one of its power plants in Calcasieu Parish. Entergy spokesperson David Freese estimates about 13,000 storm restoration workers are on the ground. While it is possible they have wrapped up work near a location still without power, there is more work that needs to be done to get that power restored. 
it's possible that there's still transmission damage in your area. So it's not so much a restoration as it is a rebuild. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com This is Trace Atkins for Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. You know your Louisiana Farm Bureau membership gives you access to the best insurance on the planet, but it can also save you hundreds when you buy a car. On vacation, your Louisiana Farm Bureau membership gets you discounts on hotels and rental cars, and it makes you part of a group that's 143,000 families strong. So go to LAFarmBureau.org or call your parish Farm Bureau office to become a member. The Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. Who wants to talk football? Take your game to the next level with the name you need to know for all things LSU sports. Tiger Rag. Find Tiger Rag on air, online, and on newsstands today. Tiger Rag Magazine is where sports fans across the Bayou State have turned for all things LSU for 40 years. 40 years. Covering every touchdown, every home run, and every arrest. That's unfortunate. Tiger Rag Magazine and TigerRag.com. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm not going to dance, but um, but then Tom never asks anyway. You are listening to The Food Show. 556-9696 is the number. If you would like to talk to us, we are here to talk to you. We do nothing but talk about food. We deliberately eliminate anything else because food gives us pleasure and everything else that you hear right now in COVID worlds does not. So that's the whole idea of the show. I mean, it's been around for 32 years. That's been the idea of the show for that long, but it's particularly relevant now, sort of an essential escape from everything else that's out there. We went, if you would uh, like to give us another report like Mike did on some place you've been eating, we don't get many of those anymore and we would love to have some. Uh, we, we have our own as I will launch into right now last night. We, yesterday was a weird eating day. We went to, I talk a lot about the, the battle of the steakhouses, and, and they're not, it's like I said, it's not really a battle, I mean, but people do fall into their camps here on the North Shore between Keith Young's and Pat Gallagher's, but uh, it was a strange coincidence that we, we went to both yesterday. We went to uh, Keith Young's for lunch and then Pat Gallagher for dinner. Tom, did you like Pat Gallagher's last night? It was terrific. We, um, we had, I think we talked about the lunch that we had yesterday at Keith Young's, but then for some inexplicable reason, I mean, we decided we were going to go out for dinner last night, and so <clears throat> we got in the car and started to drive, and we were actually, I wanted to be good, so I suggested we go to Martino's where uh, I would get an Italian salad, and that would be it for dinner. And a funny thing happened on the way to Martino's. We passed Pat Gallagher, and Tom's been really high on the uh, Oysters Pablo that we've gone and gotten a few times. And so he said, well, what about Pat Gallagher? So I thought, well, okay, why not? So we went to, uh, <clears throat> we went to Pat Gallagher and sat in the front room, which I don't usually like. But um, I, I like the new renovation that they did at the bar. 
And in fact, I think that space now is my favorite Pat Gallagher space any place. But uh, it was taken up by a party last night. So we sat in the front dining room, which is also a very handsome room. As a matter of fact, our daughter joined us, and she's that's her thing. And she was noting how lovely the dining room was and how she did not remember it being that glamorously lovely. And um, I think it has actually been, but I don't know if they did a little sprucing up over COVID lockdown in that room as well. But it was really cold in there. And uh, Ooh, that was gosh. my first that was my first thought when we sat down. Also, it was very crowded. I find that places are really crowded. So people are not not eating out. They are definitely still eating out. And every place we go is busy. Like really busy. Last night they were really busy. There were big parties and big tables and we were lucky to, to get a, a, a spot in the, in the main dining room. Um, we had, what'd you get, Tom? You got the garlic soup. The garlic, you got the uh, garlic bisque. Garlic uh, soup. Just really good. I wonder, good, uh, the garlic soup, how do you do garlic soup? Is it just like roasted garlic and you get it really, really soft? And then you put cream and chicken stock in there? Uh, there's more to it than that, but I don't uh, What you ready. had was good. That was a it was a <laughs> cup of garlic bisque, which was I think the soup. Oh, of that's the day. that's Warren. Uh, uh, that was Warren. The, Chef Warren Larouth. Warren Larouth. That well, was his well, creation. What's her name? Um, Joanne Clevenger had it too. Did she have it after Warren Larouth? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was yeah. Warren's idea, and then everybody else copied it. And then Susan Spicer has one, doesn't she? She has a big garlic thing going. Um, yeah. I'd say the best garlic soup I think I ever had, although last night's was pretty good too, um, KG's, the old KG's, which has now been sold to, um, actually I don't know who it was sold to, but Kathy from Bozo's had KG's for a number of years, and she just recently sold it, but we had a garlic soup there that was really great. It was from... It was from the boil, she Sardine. called it. So it Gar was garlic sardines. Garlic sardines, yeah. It was from the boil. So when she put garlic in a seafood boil, she would take the garlic out, and that would be the spice base for the soup. And it was it was really good. That's like the best one I've ever had. Last night's was also very good. I've never had Joanne Clevenger's or Susan Spicer's. I'm sure they're. I mean, how far on can you go with a garlic cream soup? So then. You had that, Tom, and then just the oysters Pablo for your entree, and that was it for you. And we ordered everything else. Um, I ordered, uh, our daughter was coming back from across the lake where she's working at a job right now. And um, I told her by the time she got to Gallagher, the amount of people that were in there would pretty much ensure that if I ordered for her, the food would arrive when she did. And that's exactly what happened. As she walked in the door, the food was coming out of the kitchen. But she had a uh, wedge salad. His wedge salad's good. A wedge salad. Um, I got the bone-in filet mm. and a baked potato 
and cream spinach, my standard steak uh, menu. And it was extraordinarily good. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a great place. A lot of butter. There's a lot of butter. I wonder how much butter Pat Gallagher goes through in the course of a day. But everything was sizzling. There was a big puddle of, of uh, liquid butter and uh, a hot, hot plate. And we ordered it medium. It was more medium rare, for sure. And uh, I just went ahead and cooked it on the plate. But my daughter and I split the steak and the baked potato and everybody had some cream spinach, but it was really good. His is a spinach artichoke, and um, and it was just a, a good a good night at Pat Gallagher's, uh, which you know is not hard to do. Which, which is a good feeling restaurant yeah. to begin with. Yeah, it was and nice. I've always very nice. really loved it, and uh, it was feeling good last night. Tom was especially thrilled because the waiter was very familiar with his show. And uh, they were talking about radio, and the guy had some some relatives that were in radio from way back in the day. So uh, Tom was well satisfied, both in his stomach and in his spirit. And uh, it was a good a good evening was had by all. You did not like the um, bread pudding, though, did you? The bread pudding, I I didn't really yeah. get a good taste of. Yeah, it was a white chocolate bread pudding, which oh, yeah. really kind too. of made me scratch my head yes. when Tom ordered it, because Tom does not like white chocolate. Yeah, they, they can do and better. So, well, no, they, it's great, Tom, for a white chocolate bread pudding, but you don't yeah. like white chocolate, so I don't know why you well, ordered uh, that. But it was a gorgeous presentation. I oh, mean, okay, that we'll was, give them that. That was a beautiful presentation, and uh, it was too bad that you only ate a couple of bites of it. But um, nobody else had dessert, so it was a it was a nice evening at Pat Gallagher's. Anyway, back to your almanac five five six nine six nine six. If you would like to talk to us, we have just another twenty minutes or so of the show. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you have some restaurant reports. I hope the guy that we recommended impostados to last night for his ring ceremony will either call or send us an email to tell us how it was because he asked for a restaurant that was open late, which I was surprised that they were open till 10 o'clock because since, you know, all of this started happening, restaurants are closing much, much earlier. Although they seem to be gravitating toward later because when we went to Duke's last week, they closed at 9 and it used to be where everybody closed at 7. So, um... So everybody was being forced to have sort of like an early evening dinner special. In the Almanac today, it is the birthday, and even out of the Almanac, but you're just reporting it, in 1801 of Marie Laveau, the most celebrated historical name in New Orleans voodoo circles. Her name has been used in connection with many dishes, a beer, and a restaurant. The mm -hmm. supposed tomb in St. Louis Cemetery is among the most visited in the city, although the authenticity is disputed. Why is Marie Laveau in your almanac, Tom? What 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 is the connection with her and food? Oh well, she, she always is. I've name. always always seen uh, the making a connection. Is there is Laveau? I mean, I know there's Lavache, but is Laveau a, a word? Laveau, for food? that comes out in French. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, I don't know what that tells me, but there there it is. 
in French. Well, there it is in your almanac, yeah. but I don't, I don't know why. Anyway, um, okay, so there's, there's something here in your words to drink by from Robert Burns, but I don't know if I want to say some of this stuff. Um, he says, I love drinking now and then. <laughs> And I can't say the next word, the standing pool of thought, a man perpetually in a paroxysm and fears of inebriated, but I can't say that word, inebriety. Okay, uh, who do we have on the line? Ron, the gourmet waiter. Hello, Ron. Here he is. The, uh, the, Saving the me from myself oh, trying to say inebriety or and something. Here he is. In, inebri well, whatever. Go ahead. And the guys come in and... Uh... Ron? Is Ron there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Your second Ron? Go. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hi okay. there. Yeah, come we, on in. We had a barbecue. Uh, we grilled some ribeyes, some New York strip, and some filet. Huh. Well, you, you were so that. since you had a barbecue, you did not barbecue shrimp in the traditional way with the barbecue sauce, right? Just to make sure. We were grilling I'm meat, and I made a steak Diane sauce, like I told you all about I was going to oh, do yesterday. Right. It, yes. it, it really yes. came out well. Well, that's lucky because that's a, a classic old uh, uh, dish that almost every restaurant in town has failed to put it into their well not Brennan's their box. that's the not, one where they Brennan's have it, right? no but that's one of the few uh, exceptions to that because they their uh, their whole deliciousness of that uh, big you know moving around from door to door over there okay all right so go ahead came, keep, keep going with your report it, it it came out great the uh, steak Diane sauce starts off by uh, Having some um, demi-gloss, and if you don't have a demi-gloss, I just use beef stock with a little bit of tomato paste, and I reduce that down a little bit, and I add in some red wine. And then uh, basically so you're just going to put you, some... Uh, oh. Excuse me. Anyway, so basically what you're going to do is you're going you're to saute off your veg, and then you're going to pour this uh, demi-gloss in, and then you're going to stir mm -hmm. everything around, and then you put your mushrooms in, and a little bit of uh, cognac, you flame that if you want to get the alcohol out. If not, just cook it for a little bit, and then you finish it off with some heavy cream, a little salt and pepper. That's a classic uh, uh, approach to the whole thing, which, and I, my hats are off to you because no, almost nobody does that dish anymore. Uh, but that yeah. one is terrific. You know, it's not that hard. It reminds me of a stroganoff, actually, which is a Russian dish. Very similar. Very similar. Almost exactly. That, like anyway, the old we had a good dish time. that was served with bananas, steak and bananas. Remember that? It's not a joke. It really was on Brennan's on Royal Street. This is before they had that change a few years ago. But that's uh, that's what they wound up with. Uh, they had, and it was uh, because of those specific recipes. Okay. That sounds delicious. Yeah. It is. Well, that's all I had. Just wanted that's to fun. say hello. <clears throat> well, that's oh, more good. than Thank a little. Hank, thanks a lot for us. Right. Nice getting Take the care. update from Nicole as well. Thank you. Okay, bye bye. See ya. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. We'll be it's right back after show. these messages. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. 
His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish a magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef, combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are never what they seem. How do we get on that? I, I, I apologize. I don't know, but for that's that. the one we play more than anything uh, anyway, else. Anyway, uh, 260. Oh, wait a minute. That, that's an, another nope. one. Nope. 556 is the number. 556 So, Tom, in uh, nomenu.com yesterday, yeah. you had something um, about, or, or we had something from your old writings about um, cold food in. Hot days. I mean, it's not really all that hot anymore. The fall is here and it's starting uh -huh. to cool down. But some of the things that you were talking about that were good on hot days are oysters on the half shell. Half on the half shell. Oysters on the half yeah. shell. You don't yeah. eat those as much as you used to. I don't? Yeah, you don't eat those as much as really? you used to. Oh, gosh. What's I'm, your I'm favorite more oysters more. on the half shell? You always get the char-grilled, probably because I eat some of those, but not many, and I would never eat uh, oysters on the half shell. But what are your favorite oysters on the half shell around town? Are they different? Because I've never oh, had yeah. a raw oyster. From, move from one to another. You will uh, see lots of the, – my, my favorite, though, is two uh, – uh, um, uh, sorry. Uh, it's, it's Pascal's uh, um, Manali? Uh, no, Dragos, it's, Felixes. No, uh, it's uh, the uh, okay. Very old restaurant with a great two uh, jacks. Two, no, but you're in the right category. Okay. Uh, sorry, I don't know. Pascal's Manali. No, this okay. is uh, uh, right there in the middle of things, but that's uh, where things tend to make it. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, um, Pascal's Manali. No. Uh, is, uh, you know, I I I think that. I, well, never mind. I'm not going. I was going to say I'll go ahead and do a commercial for them. I will have them on tomorrow. 
Uh, they are a new sponsor of the show, and we're still kind of working out their their ad and their schedule. But um, since we were talking about them earlier today, I figured I'd go ahead and do that. But we've already we've already done all the commercials for the show, so we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, shrimp remoulade and crab meat ravigot. I think I'm trying to decide which one of those versions I like the best. Arnos. All of the grand dames have those in a combination. And you but, like the one at Arnos the best? Well, the reason for that is that of all of the restaurants that have uh, art, artichokes, I'm sorry, not artichokes, but uh, with the... Uh, Ravigot. The, all the things that we've been Shrimp talking about. and crab. But when they shift the... Uh, uh, Arnos had to take a hit after the recent developments. Uh -huh. so, uh, and they are not there. Only well, there's Antoine's. Uh, but it's uh, actually none of the grand dames are there right me now. If you ask me which is my favorite oyster dish, that's it, because they've got five or, or six of them, depending on who you uh -huh. ask. And uh, the, all of that is right there in the middle of things. And you said oysters. Oysters. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, right. it's funny. It's just Beautiful. I'm starting to think about it. All the grand dames have some issue right now, except for Galatoire's. Antoine's is boarded up. Yep. Um, and they're under renovation. I don't know how long that's going to go on. Arno's is only doing the private dining. That's what I Two hear. Two Jacks is moving, <laughs> and so that leaves um, Galatoire's. That's it. That's the only grand dame that's open where you could just go in and eat right now. Mm -hmm. You know. It's interesting that they're all in that situation. Uh, shrimp remoulade and crab meat ravigot is delicious. It is um, served at all of those places, and I'm trying to think which one I like the best. And you know what, Tom? I think I'm. I think I agree with you. Arno's might have the best. Yeah. Um, you know, I liked an Antoine's. Uh, oh, never mind. Go ahead. And then I liked Galatoire's better. And now I'm thinking, yeah, Arno's, that's a really, really, really good one. So, but I mean, how far can you go wrong in the shrimp remoulade and crab meat ravigade side by side on a plate? I mean, you just can't, you know, it's, it's delicious. I, I often will eat that at a place like Antoine's as an entree. Sushi, you lost me on that one, but I know a lot of people love sushi, but it is a cold food for a hot day. Uh, cold soups. Who eats cold soups? Me. In the right you times really of year. You don't see cold soups very much. What? You don't really see hardly no. any at all. Uh, a lot of them are in Mexican restaurants and those sorts of places. But in the mainstream, more often than not, if you're uh, after that, uh, you're probably going to have to uh, look around for more than the average amount of looking So around. what what cold soups are there? There's vichyssoise. There's only two. <laughs> and there's... Um, What's the red one? Gazpacho. Gazpacho. Uh, oh, yeah. Remember when you were doing those dinners, Tom, uh -huh. and you had you had some brilliant ideas in those dinners. One was your seven onion soup, which was just so good. It's really mm. hard to it's yeah. hard to beat a great onion soup when you get one. And for anybody that is looking for onion soup, I do not think I've ever had the like of the one that is served in the fall and winter and early spring at Jack Mill Inn. 
Yes, you have to drive for it, but it's worth it. Just trust me on that. It's not on the menu right now. They have a cold one and they have a um, they have a, a warm like warm weather one and a cooler weather one, and um, that cannot be beat. So if you are always like I'm always in in I'm terminably looking for the best club sandwich out there. If you're thinking about that for onion soup, do not miss the one at Jack Mel Inn. Cannot be beat. Um, but anyway, Tom, that was one of your better ideas, your um, your seven onion soup. Um, but you also came up with I a cold an, one. You had an avocado soup. You did an avocado soup. It, which it was, was good. one of those kind of uh, out in the Caribbean's look. What's the, there's a word for that where these fish are just like swimming conch? around. Who? Conch? No. No, it's uh it's a, it's got its own name, uh, but it's, it tends to be top uh, uh, the kinds of things that they. Uh, this is a Caribbean soup. Uh, a Caribbean soup. A Caribbean style. Well, uh, not the the headphone. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you see a lot of these in. Uh, a Caribbean style. Re remember, soup. we used to have this great place in the warehouse district that was doing these. Uh, this a word. Uh, once again, it's a word that my. My evil yeah, uh -huh. uh, brain can not can remember. Conjure, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, and we it's a cold soup. A cold soup, and sometimes matched with a what a, a, a hot soup. Uh -huh. But you might remember we had this restaurant uh, in the warehouse district that uh, had a lot of different uh, ex and rather exotic dishes. We did an eat collab with them once, where we had nine different items on this. This is a you Caribbean went for the restaurant. Entree. Caribbean style. Where was it? Right off uh, on, uh, in the I warehouse. Think, I think station. I remember the, um, I think, and, okay, and there another. were two locations. Did it start, did this place that you're talking about start in um, what used to be Delerno's? No, this was uh, a fairly new one made for this. And, and, it then, was, it, and then it went into the space that was most recently Sakalay. Sakalay, uh, you're getting closer to it. Was it in the space that was recently Sakalay? Solid, okay, solid well, I don't know. We're not gonna, we're not gonna come up with Somebody it. We're running would. out of time anyway. Uh, but, All right, gazpacho, vichyssoise. But getting back to what I was saying, you had a cold avocado soup that you served at one of those dinners, and it was really, really good. And I don't even know how you came up with it. It was basically guacamole. Yeah. It was guacamole. Um, Thinned no, out into there. a cold soup. It was good. It was really yeah. good. It yeah. could be done. And, it was good. Uh, this one was an A and something soup, mm -hmm. and that one of them was a reference to the C, and the other one was a, a re reference to uh, just a general area. Yeah, I can't even help you, Tom. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, yeah, well, uh, boiled crabs is also on the list. Frankie and Johnny's, Bourbon House, Castnet Seafood, the Galley. Mandeville Seafood, Bobby Seafood, mm -hmm. and those are the best places to find um, boiled crabs. Sorbet is the last thing. Actually, it's not the last thing on the list. Seafood salads, um, new style seafood salads, raw bars, and cold buffets like those big piles of seafood. We are just about out of time. I just want to mention that if you missed any of the show today or you want to tell your friends about the show, please tell your friends about the show. 
you know, it's not of great import, but it's a little bit of fun in an otherwise troubled world. So two to four weekdays, pass it on to your friends. You can go to nomenu.com. That's N-O-M-E-N-U.com. If you're looking for a podcast, you'll find it there under Food Show. The podcasts are also on Anchor, Spotify, and those other platforms, as well as WGSO. If you want to listen to the show, Crystal Clear Simple Radio app will get it to you live if you type in 990 New Orleans. That'll do it. It's a free app. We have our Instagram at the New Orleans menu. We have our newsletter comes out twice a week. Your information delivered right to your inbox. A lot of stuff that's going on around town, daily specials, things like that. We have uh, my podcast. If you have kids or grandkids that are bored in this current world and are maybe coloring and want to listen to sort of like old-time radio, I have a podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and all those platforms under Emmy, the Story Lady, E-M-M-I-E. That is classic children's tales read to kids. Right after this, Dine, Wine, and Spirit show with Tim McNally is up. Tom, tell us five seconds. you got five seconds to say whatever it is you want to say. Oh, I'm, I'm still trying to okay. get that other thing. It's four, it's 4 o'clock, WGSO New Orleans. We're oh. Want to hear more than just the same sports topics about the same sports teams? Then tune in to All Season Long with me, Sean Ross, Thursdays at 1 p.m. right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. That statement for four months, maybe five months, he's had it for a long time. It was a series of taped interviews, mostly by telephone. President Trump's comments at the White House. The president is heading to Michigan for one of his Keep America Great Again rallies tonight. Meanwhile, Senate Democrats vote down what's called a skinny coronavirus relief package. Senate Minority Leader Democrat from New York Chuck Schumer saying the bill is woefully inadequate. It does not help renters keep a roof over their heads or American families put food on the table. It shortchanges health care and education. It does not provide a dime to protect essential state and local services. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell saying there's a chance now nothing will get done before the election. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has extended their special offer, and a lot of people have taken advantage of it. Simply apply by September 30th, and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And, of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call... You can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. This could be the greatest loss of human lives and property due to wildfire in our state's history. Oregon Democratic Governor Kate Brown on the fires in her state that have ravaged at least three towns just south of Medford, Oregon. At least four people have died in Northern California from the fires. Thousands of people have been evacuated there as well. Oregon resident Tim Engelhart telling ABC News. A friend of ours had a house here, a couple. 
friend. And, and it's so destroyed, I can't even find where it was. I can't even point it out. A San Francisco salon owner is permanently closing her doors after a visit from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Salon owner Erica Kios saying she's too afraid to go back to work. I'm actually afraid to go back um, just because of the messages and emails I've been getting. During Pelosi's weekly press conference, no one asked her about the salon owner's comments. This is USA Radio News. Working. The gift of good taste and doing good are as close as your phone and Ralph's on the Park restaurant. Gift cards are the perfect gift, always the right size and always appreciated. Ralph's on the Park gift cards benefit displaced employees as they struggle during this most difficult time. Fine dining and good intentions have never gone together so well. Physical gift cards and e-cards are both available at 504-539-5506 on neworleans-food.website and the cards are accepted at all six Ralph Brennan restaurants. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. We're going into the evening tonight with a fair sky, and tomorrow we're headed back to deeper layered moisture that's going to pretty quickly promote an increased chance of thunderstorms and showers. Early morning should start off into the upper 70s, low 80s, with a 50-50 chance tomorrow and go on to an afternoon high to the upper 80s to lower 90s. Showers and thunderstorms will be coming our way Saturday and Sunday. Each afternoon's high temperatures will be into the upper 80s. There will be some low pressure moving into the eastern gulf that'll bear watching. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs and dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Welcome to the New Orleans Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show, your daily opportunity to hear what's going on in the world of beverage and dining in New Orleans and around the world. Your host is Tim McNally. Tim welcomes your phone calls and your questions. Call 504-556-9696. Now, here's your host, Tim McNally. All right, here we go. Oh, man. You know, y'all, it's hot and it's humid. And therefore, it's pretty darned uncomfortable. And if you're out there working in this stuff, let me really encourage you to put down some liquid down your uh, 